for you as an agent who's you know made millions of dollars as an actual agent, yep. where how would you say you're dividing your time up now with the different opportunities available? Yes. So I'm only spending times with with things that compound and are leveraged. No, I get that. Yeah. But if you had to quantify what percentage oh, of your okay. time. So I would say 40% of my time is spent on coaching and training and 60% on attraction. Attracting new agents. Yeah. So are you doing any production stuff anymore? No. Okay. So for the last seven months. Okay. Did you build out a team or what did months. you do? No. So here's what's interesting. I did the same thing that you we were talking about off camera. So I looked at it and I realized I felt from a scarcity perspective, I grew up in a family that were super kind and nice, but live paycheck to paycheck. So that has residual kind of effects and thinking. And I felt like a desire to um, preserve that stream of income, the, the residential resale side. But I recognized it was just a money grab. I didn't really have a heart for it. I wasn't like passionate about it. So I made the decision when I ran it through those filters of, is this compounding? Is it highly leveraged? And I was like, mm, not the most. Can I make a million dollars a year doing it? I could, but it would take a lot of time and energy and effort. And then three, uh, does it, it, will it allow me to use my gift or talent in a way that would impact the most people? And the answer was no, because it would only help me. Truthfully, it might help a small group of people, but not as many as I could. Yeah. So what I did is I just let go of it. Mm -hmm. And what I did is for the partners that we have locally, I just give them like deals and leads as they come in. And I just take a small referral fee on those transactions. Got it. So you're just referring out all the leads that you would have generated. Correct. Got it. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, back when I uh, still was licensed, that's all I did. Yeah. I was just referring out anything I got. Sure. It was easy. Yeah. So... I guess my question is, you know, doubling down on content, doubling down on the message of recruiting and mm -hmm. coaching and everything else. Um, it makes sense from like a scalability perspective. Um, I'll pose a counter argument, which I was going to make. And I was like, you know, what? just turn the camera on. We'll just make them live. Yeah. So I guess one of my counter arguments is even still with your skill set yeah. and you know, with where you're at today, is that still the best use of time? Yeah, it's a good question. And I think at this moment it is. What I'm aware of, just like you, you probably have made decisions that this was a good use of time. And as time progressed, your values changed, what was important to you changed. And then you just make a decision like, hey, I'm going to sell that business now. Mm -hmm. So I think at this moment it is, because I think that uh, for me personally, this was more like, like your comfort keeps you from your calling. Yeah. And I was comfortable. I, I made a good living. I made a lot of, you know, a meaningful amount of money for most. And I was able to create financial freedom and independence. Uh, but I feel like the thing that I'm greedy for is my name being in somebody's testimony. And I couldn't do it there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I could help people buy and sell and that, that's meaningful and helpful, but this is much more impactful for me. Yeah. So at this moment, the answer is yes. Yeah. As time progresses, that may change. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was the same with flipping houses. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like me going and closing deals and flipping houses ain't what I want to do. Right. I'm not passionate about it, but we still crush it. Yeah. You still so, do you know, well. We, we built it out and so it can run without me. Yes. Um, but that being said, like, even for me, as I've thought about these next stages of what's my business and my life going to look like, it's like, man, okay, you know, we're doing the education thing that's going well. 
we've started other businesses and they're going well. We've shut down other businesses that we thought were good and now we're not, so we're not worth the time, whatever the case is, right? We've sold businesses. And the more I think about it and the more experienced I get being around like these bigger name people, I've come to two conclusions. One is that yes, real estate is amazing, but it is, I would say, the easiest way to make money, both good and bad. So the reason I say it's easy is because it requires no special skills or talents. Mm -hmm. Anybody can flip houses. Anyone can sell. <laughs> Obviously, mm -hmm. just go get a C, spend a thousand bucks. You can yeah. become a realtor. Anybody could wholesale. There's not a ton of skill required. You don't need to be the, the smartest, the fastest, the strongest. There's nothing that makes it, I guess, um, proprietary. And so it's great because guys like me have built a career getting in that industry because we had nothing else to do. And I knew, and I know many other and many of our students do the same. But as you kind of like go beyond that, you realize, oh, wow, like real estate has a lot of issues that other businesses don't. To your point, it's not content. It's not tech. Um, the capital, the cash conversion cycle takes forever. It takes a lot of capital to flip. There's a lot of risk, especially if you're flipping you know, with rental properties, you don't really make money, mm -hmm. you know, as far as cash flow goes, you make money on the appreciation and the mm -hmm. sale and the tax benefits and all that stuff. And even then you're like, all right, well, you know, I'm gonna sell this in five years and it doubled and that's great. Mm -hmm. But then as you get into the other world of business, you realize like, wow, these guys over here are making a lot more money doing these other businesses because number one, they can make money every single day like that, like yes. clockwork. You know, I have other businesses where we literally get paid every single hour. It's like, that doesn't happen in my house living business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm waiting for that one big check, yeah. you know, whenever that is. Right. So, you know, you get into these other businesses that have like way quicker conversion cycles. They can scale way faster yep. because they don't require so much capital, so much, you know, everything that real estate labor, mm -hmm. real estate requires a ton of labor to go fix and flip. Um, and then two, and probably the most important one is when you actually build enterprise value of a business, it becomes far more valuable than any real estate asset. Correct. And so when I just think about like, okay, what do I want to put my time towards? I run it through a similar filter of, yeah, can this make me a million bucks plus a year? Yes. That's like definitely a minimum, but can I sell this business for at least Multiples. eight figures? Yeah. Right. Because if I can't, then I don't want to do it. So like I used to have a downline too. And I saw the same things you saw, but I was like, well, you can't sell this. Like freaking, yeah. what's the point? Like it, it, it is recurring, but at the end of the day, it's not something that is sellable. Mm -hmm. um, and it still requires maintenance nonetheless. Like sure. you said, you got to still nurture it and everything. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I've been on YouTube now for three and a half years. And I think we just had our best month ever of AdSense. It was like 17 grand. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. Yeah, cool. You know, like, Thanks guys. <laughs> that was super worth it. It, it. It's worth it in the terms of everything it produced. It produced millions, but like the recurring revenue aspect of YouTube ain't anything. Well, and I think there's two components here. So the first one is, is like from a purely business practical perspective, like you're saying, which is you run it through filters. Is this worth my time? What's the most leverage? What can I sell at the biggest multiple? The second is, is I read a book called Die With Zero. Yep, I've read it. And that radically changed my thinking. I don't know if that had the experience with you, mm -hmm. but it did. And I had a mentor in my life who told me, he looked right at me and he's like, Aaron, you're going to die with a lot of money. 
And nobody had ever said that to me before mm -hmm. because I was still like running and racing, like hoping that that doesn't happen. And when he said that to me, he's like, Hey, the game's no longer money. The game is time and impact. That's really what it is. Yeah. So it's, it's using both of those filters. Yeah. I feel like, you know, definitely for someone like you at your, your level and you know what, what I'm doing, it's like, I use both of those filters to make decisions because yeah. sometimes I might make a decision that's not the most leveraged and the most optimal and yeah, the yeah. most this, but it's like, bro, this is about impact. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. No, I thousand percent agree. And I think it changes as your, I guess, skill set and your opportunities change. So like for me, I never thought I would sell a business, you know, like it wasn't even on my radar to like flip businesses yeah. or I'm like, dude, yeah, I flip houses and that's all good. And with the whole education side of things, which is what you're referring to, I'll never sell. Like it for one, it's not even sellable because it's me. Yeah, it's you. Um, two, you know, people have sold education, but even if I could, I wouldn't. Yeah. Because of one, I enjoy doing it, the impact, the events. Also, all of the opportunities and things that come from, you know, we got WealthCon this week. We're gonna have a thousand people there. Every single WealthCon, something happens. Mm -hmm. I get some big investor. I get some new business opportunity. I get some new partner slash employee. That's going to be a game changer because I'm creating this environment to bring together like-minded people and we're going to just do something. And so to me, yeah, the event itself has a certain ROI, but the long-term impact of it compounds of whatever it is in building brand and you know, all that other stuff. So, you know, I would never sell education, but being a guy who's now started a lot of businesses and knowing that I'm just going to keep continuing to start and acquire businesses in all the years to come, it now is like, all right, well, yeah, the game is on that side of things. Okay. Like we got to build these businesses to flip. Like yeah. we're not building these anymore for cash flow. No. Like we're going to get cash flow and all the other stuff we have. I ain't worried about that. Yeah. I'm looking for big checks. Yeah. We're building it for the exit. Yeah. Intentionally and purposely. Yeah. And with the end in mind. Correct. Which is, I think, the highest form of that game. Yeah. And, and you've just progressed through that evolution yeah. way faster than most because people get stuck at certain levels. Most people get stuck at the real estate level. Yeah. That's why I'm like, man, dude, as a realtor, like hearing you think at this high of a level is impressive because most even high level, high earning realtors don't think that way because mm. they're just like, well, yeah, dude, I freaking make a million bucks a year as a realtor. I'm the best yeah. in my city. And I'm like, you are. What's next? Yeah. And they'll be like, well, I'll just keep selling houses. I'm like, so you're going to sell houses till you die. Yeah. You just, because a lot of those guys don't even buy rental properties. Mm -hmm. They don't invest. They just, I don't know what they do with their money, to be honest. Lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lifestyle. And like, uh, you know, trying to impress people that don't care. 